again. Here we are. I just can't get that song out of my head. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why we designed it. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a worm, an earworm. Yeah, we looked up earworm uh, online and came up with the worst one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, we have a great guest today, but we're going to sit down and have a little yeah, conversation. A and uh, a little late, that's all right. Yeah, boy, <laughs> I uh, I've been watching the news, and it's oh uh, god, no, no, don't do that. Well, you know, it. Somebody made the mention, you know, on the TikTok because right. I love the TikTok. Uh, <laughs> on the TikTok, that you know, God forbid, there's some kind of major catastrophe, because exactly. the hospital right. hospitals are full. I know. What are they going to do? And they can't. I mean, well, yeah. What are they going to do? And I mean, it's Louisiana bad. in particular was already. It's bad. Troubles, unvaccinated. And it's it's. I mean, yeah. it's bad enough for people that have emergency heart attacks and all these other things that mm -hmm. they can't get in. Um, it's just terrible. Right. So yeah. I it's I really hope. Uh, I saw one. Um, it it went into. Um, is it Louisiana? Is it Mississippi right next to Louisiana? I think so. Anyway, I can't remember. Vicksburg. Anyway, one of the uh, sheriffs and the first responders from um, was saying that luckily, I mean, they got they got hit hard, but they then the in the flooding, but they have not so far had any casualties or fatalities, which that's is wonderful. really yeah, that's yeah. I mean, Katrina should have should have taught them something well it did they read the army corps of engineers built a better levy and built that system up yeah so that apparently that has withstood this onslaught this latest right and but what so that's huge i mean well because the flooding they said they right. were going to have up to 20 inches of rain can you imagine 20 inches yeah, right. of rain right in it like a day it holy and today i mean it's going to be raining all day yeah so it's and just here's something i don't understand they always talk about it's going to raise the sea levels like six to 14 feet. I'm like, wait, no, that's not right. That can't, it doesn't mean it literally goes up that many feet. It can't mean that. The storm surge can. Yeah. It, yeah it can, because uh -huh. what happens is it picks up all this water uh -huh. it, and then it dumps it. Right. So what happens is then the, this, it does go up. Not the whole ocean. Right. But yeah. the area infected. Yeah. yeah right. It can go. That means you're going to have real bad seawater infiltration way in infiltration infiltration <laughs> infiltration I'm still stuck on the area that's infected <laughs> <laughs> well, you know we're not meteorologists Affect, affected you infected. know what we're not scientists here we're just winging it and uh, yeah with with a minimal with a You're minimal amount of intelligence like i'm saying something like that <laughs> So let's just roll. No, with what it. is it, Norm Crosby, who always used to mess up the words? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> this is my impression. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, anyway, so. Well, yeah, it, it, anyway, anyway you look at it, it's bizarre. And you know what? It doesn't matter if it's a meteor shower, they've always got to set one poor sap who isn't the regular weather reporter oh, I know. that station. Just the new, the new, the new hire. Chain him to a <laughs> telephone post. <I> <laughs> no, what's it like out there? Well, it's not like in there. I'll tell you that much. It's <laughs> where you're they, at, it's a pretty good place to be. Or where they, you know, they can't stand up. I saw, the, I know, I saw yeah. this guy just standing there by the, by the seawall and just like waves are just crashing over the top of him. I'm going, did anybody 
you tell him to move? Move. <laughs> well, what do you got to say, Bill? I, what? <laughs> I can't hear or see anything. Are, you, are we on? <laughs> no, it's like, and, then, wind. and you know the camera guy's just going, you're an idiot. Let's yeah, get out of here. Let's get out of here. If it weren't for the mic cord, it would have slid all the way down I, the street. Not the only thing. It's just crazy. <laughs> and then he's talking. And Yesterday, I was watching this because it's fascinating to watch. Uh, a huge garbage bin went flying by <laughs> <laughs> like it was a roll. It's not like funny, it but, derby but it's scary because roofs are coming off the of buildings and stuffing. Off. And it's yeah, like, right. holy crap, yeah, we're yeah. not in Kansas anymore. Maybe we yeah, are. No, Maybe right. we are. <laughs> we started out on the Gulf. <laughs> I know. It's just, I could, yeah. I mean, I we joke, but yeah, yikes. they are very brave to do that. Right. Or really stupid. I'm not sure which it is, but they're really My brave. Line, well, they have to just kind of be adrenaline junkies to get out there. But yeah, some right. of these gals that they put out there weigh all of 115 pounds. Right, exactly. And you yeah. kind of go, did you weight your jacket down? Because you're going to need to weight <laughs> you your have, jacket down. You better have sand in those You better pants. have sand in that. No kidding. <laughs> God. Anyway, um, we hope everybody's safe. We're not, we're not making... It's not funny, but it is... Well. Okay, well, some <laughs> <laughs> you are so bad today. The disaster is not funny. I agree with that. You know, uh, there's but these are property. predictable. These are things that people can yeah, see coming. Right. Yeah, and uh, the fact that I heard one weather guy say today, who was on the National Weather um, Service, said, you know, uh, this had, this happened so quickly they couldn't evacuate, and I'm thinking. I've been hearing about Ida since probably last Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, uh, uh, how long does it take for them to say, hmm, well, let's yeah. see. By the time it p- goes across this hot water in the Gulf, mm-hmm. how fast will that wind, will those winds pick up? Well, And, and you, know, you listen to the people that are, are not evacuating, and they're like, you know what? I've lived here 30 years. I'm not leaving now. You know, you don't have to stay away. Right. Just move, go on vacation for three or days. Or just go, come back. yeah, just go, you know, secure your home. And, yeah, and just, just go safe. It's very, be safe. Yeah, it's it's frightening because yeah, then, can't you know, tell every. Can't tell, couldn't tell Harry Truman what to do when Mount St. Helen was going to blow. You know, well, so, you, know. you know my views on Harry Truman. I know, so yeah, yeah. It turns out he so was I'm not. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah he, he got exactly what he deserved. Quote <laughs> um, of the day. Yep, <laughs> he lived a really good life, uh, and he, you know, he he went out and uh, in he, the papers. He rented he rented that spot on Spirit Lake. Mm-hmm. You ready for ninety nine dollars a year? Oh, really? Uh huh. Okay, that's good. Uh, for 40 some odd years well that's a good deal if you can get it he got it i mean because there was no private anything on that there was one private home on that lake right and that was the platts and the reason they got it was because he's a doctor and he promised his services okay well i'm sorry brother Anyway, no, 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 but I'm just saying, <laughs> oh, oh, good. Well, now I, I feel now I feel comfortable talking. So I'm anyway, I, I, um, but uh, yes, Harry Truman, and yes, it's crazy that they didn't evacuate, but. Yeah, I can understand. I guess the French Quarter got hit pretty hard. Ah, see, that's a drag. And we have a friend, Pat Wilson, down there, booking agent, who lives most of the time down in New Orleans, and yeah. I, I hope she was. Uh, not there during this. Uh, she seems like she'd be smart I, enough to get I looked on her Facebook page, yeah. and I think she was on vacation with her sister. Yeah, good. 
So I'm hoping she's not there. Yeah, man. Uh, she has a because she has an apartment. She has a, a little condo in in the French Quarter. Isn't so. that the last thing they needed in New Orleans? I mean, you know. And I saw this wonderful thing. On, yes, this wonderful thing on TikTok, because you know I love the TikTok. And uh, but it was fascinating because this guy who has the most exclusive antique and equities shop in the world mm. is in the French Quarter yeah. in New Orleans. Wow. He's got Monet's. He's got he he buys nothing but the best. He's got billions of dollars of in, of inventory. He had to have moved it. Wow! Well, I don't know well, how. I mean, so. for the f just for the flooding alone, yeah. what do you do? <coughs> I right. mean, holy cow! Yeah. I was wondering how they how they how that company had weathered Katrina. Right. I mean, he had to have moved stuff out. I don't remember. I don't remember hearing about Katrina until like 24 hours before it hit. Do you? Do no. You? Yeah, I don't either. Uh, yeah. I remember it's at work. And currently Katrina was a category five. Yeah. one higher category than this one was. I was working yeah. nights at Hannah and um, like five miles an hour faster winds or something. And one of the guys that, that was working with me, I heard him go, holy crap. Yeah. I said, what? And he goes, this hurricane that's coming towards... It's a five. And he showed me that. And that, I mm -hmm. mean, the amount, the, the area that the it area, comes. that's the yeah, word I was looking right. for. It was yep. huge. Yeah, yeah. And this one was huge. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that was very scary. So yeah. anyway. and they were saying yesterday in the news, maybe they're just hyping it. That's the biggest hurricane in recorded history is headed. And I'm like, what? Really? What about Katrina? Yeah. Well, apparently it wasn't the biggest. How could it not two. be? It was a five. Yeah, it, it, Katrina was bigger. Yeah. And yesterday's was... I know. Anyhow, yeah, I, you don't have to hype it. This is another know? guy that was outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feels like a five out here. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, we're so lucky that we've had... It. Oh, man. We've, you look out the window, wood. it's 68 degrees and sunny and... Well, and just... Yeah. The fires have been bad, but... California's getting Could've nailed. Worse, yeah. Anyway, so what else happened this week? How is Liam doing? Let's oh, man, change the subject. He's taking the world by storm down there. He's in L.A. still. He's going to be coming back on Wednesday for another week of taping up here. And uh, we have a friend, a mutual friend that Catherine grew up with, who's been shuttling him around and showing him, taking him to all the uh, kind of tourist locations. Yeah. As well as helping him scout for an apartment when he moves down there. Neighborhoods, yeah. And just... Just really, she's great because she used to work for a creative artist down there, mm -hmm. pretty high up. She was the assistant to one of the higher ups in there mm -hmm. before he retired. And so she knows a ton of managers and agents around town. Yeah. And she's wanting to hook Liam up with somebody when he yeah. does move down there. Uh, so he just has to get his reel together, which he's working on now. And, uh, you know, God, 20 years old. Catherine and I were talking about this, like, 20. I know. When I was 20, I remember, when I was 22, I remember sitting in my college dorm thinking, what the hell am I going to do? I guess I need to declare a major, you know. Well, things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know yeah, what to 22, do 22, yes, life. you do. Yeah, it was late. <laughs> yeah, a little late. But I had no plan. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I liked doing theater. I knew that. Yeah. But I didn't feel like that was a career. And hey, guess what? Uh. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's uh, things move so fast now. Yeah, kids, they have to. Kids, kids are moving so fast. They, they have, have to plan ahead. Plus, they, you know what? They have the technology now that we didn't have. 
they can see it. They can see how easy it is to get a camera and make movies. Well, yeah, you know, and they also they are not willing to go into debt hundreds of thousands of dollars right, for yeah. a college education right. because, I mean, it's absolutely insane yeah. how much colleges cost now. God almighty. I mean, unless you want to be a specialist like a doctor or a lawyer or a specialist, yeah. and then you have to go to a really good school and all that. I mean, you yeah. have to be willing to take on that financial debt. Yeah. Well, and some of these kids just can't do that. We, we, Leon and I went to, drove to Seattle because he'd been accepted into this uh, film school down in L.A. Mm -hmm. And he'd been given a $10,000 uh, scholarship towards the 90000 that it costs each yeah. year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, drop in like a, bucket. a car dealer saying, hey, I'm going to knock $1,000 off of this. Well, <laughs> thank you. So um, <laughs> he's driving home and he's like, you know, I don't know. I, I got to tell you, it feels more like. You guys are the ones that think I should go to school. I don't, I'm not sure I actually want to continue with school. And I uh, say, yeah, it worked for me. Let's drive home. <laughs> you see, and I would never have had the guts to oh. say that to my mom, mom uh -huh. and dad. Oh, yeah. Because my brother had gone to college. My sister was going to college, even though it was real obvious yeah. that I was not college material. <laughs> <laughs> it was real obvious. Um, well. You know, I mean, there's smart when your mother gives you a negligee for your graduation. <laughs> this, it's, it's a telltale sign. Time, time to go find a husband, honey. Well, you know what? There's there's smarts, and then there's people who are good at academics, and yeah. not everybody who's smart is yeah. good at school. Well, I, and I was never good at school because I couldn't. Yeah, because yeah, obviously you're you're smart. You. I don't know if I'm smart. I well, think I'm emotionally. I have Saint emotional John's comedy festival proves well i have emotional intelligence it, that's the new yes, thing is sure it? yeah that's that. i have emotional intelligence but and i and regular intelligence too whatever well i think you know yeah. as anybody it wouldn't else be funny if you didn't well you know i can be loud <laughs> 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 but you know i just think that i th i admire these kids because they have you've obviously instilled in confidence enough in him that he knows how much you love him Right. For him to say, I think this is your vision and not necessarily mine. I, yeah. I don't know if I would have ever had the guts to say that to my mom and dad. Plus, I had no idea what I mm -hmm. wanted to do. Right. <clears throat> I yeah. just knew that I didn't want to work at Dairy Queen. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, right. And yeah. I knew that I wanted, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to um, have a, a, you know, a, uh, uh, I didn't want to have, I didn't want to stay in Longview. But I just think that that's wonderful, and I know that, um, and my niece also, my, uh, Barry's youngest, Elizabeth, I mean, he took her all over the country looking at schools. They went all over the place. Mm -hmm. And she chose this little liberal arts in uh, Galesburg, Illinois. Mm -hmm. A little tiny college that fit her. Right. And it was perfect. Yeah. You know, uh, and later did her grad work at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. But. Great. But she, you know, which was a bigger campus. But by that time, mm. she was comfortable. She knew what college was. Mm -hmm. You know, right, yeah. I think I think Liam is brave. I think so too. Cause just deciding to, at twenty to move to L.A. and he's it's happening. They're yeah. making it happen. Is braver than I was. I got to say, it yeah. took me till I was, you know, what, you know, my thirties to move down there. Right. <laughs> he's either brave or really dumb. Because he just doesn't know. Yeah, maybe you know? that's good. I mean, well, I, that's a good thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Just you know. naive. Yeah. You know, I as mean, I. The, <laughs> as soon as the realization that you're, you're you know. 
there's yeah million there's people. an electric bill that's coming and you got to pay it yeah, and there's right. the rent that's coming right. now i'm hoping he has roommates he at has least a roommate a roommate his best friend jensen who perfect uh, uh, they're just peas in a pod man all these pictures of them together it's it's too cute for words they're, that's great they look like an adorable couple even though they're not a couple they're just friends um and um that's great. She's also, I, I think, got a pretty bright future. She's a good actress who looks like, you know, she's a 10. Right. She's super pretty and got lots of personality. So she's going to have no trouble finding an agent either when she gets down there. Mm-hmm. And She's um, another pretty girl, though. Well, yeah, but she mm-hmm. can act. She can also, she's oh, also got yeah. talent. It's, yeah. it's not just a pretty face. Well, I'm hoping, I mean, as long as they go into it, knowing that they're going to be sort yeah, of, in a know. crowd. In a crowd, and, you know, there may come a time when they have to get a day job. He's making friends. That's the coolest thing. He's already networking and making friends in the little niche that he wants to be. That's perfect. Which is the the drag scene. You know, he was was interested in that before he met Jinx. I remember. He used to dress. He and and Catherine. Catherine used to get him dressed up. up as Cinderella. (laughs) He dressed up as uh, Dorothy one to go I remember to that. sing along <laughs> at, at Northwest Theater, and where they got them all lined up, up on stage, and they had the audience vote for the best Dorothy, uh-huh. and the audience kind of went, wait. Really? <laughs> they didn't know whether to clap at a boy or not. Oh, really? Oh, I think mm. that's so cute, because yeah. he was adorable. I remember those pictures. It was his choice. It was his choice. He wanted to be Dorothy. Well, I'm glad he's doing well. I'm really glad he's doing well, so. Right. Yeah. Well, I knew that there was an inkling that he was probably not going to be uh, football stud uh, coach, you know, the jock <laughs> type, when I would take him out to play catch, and he'd find a ribbon on the ground and walk around, fly around in circles, flapping the ribbon like a Chinese acrobat. <laughs> I thought, well, okay. All right. I, I love the vacuum cleaner. I love the vacuum cleaner yeah, uh, he couldn't uh, uh, obsession. He oh, loved yeah. He'd go into storage rooms and find vacuum cleaners. <laughs> I just love that. I've never known a kid to do that in my life, and I just love that. Vacuum, I thought, vacuum, vacuum. Vacuum, vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> he's not that little kid anymore. No, no. <coughs> no, he's a, he's a nice young man. Yeah. So. And, and it's it nice <coughs> that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know. He, uh, You're dead. I know, I keep talking about him, but I, yeah, you ask, and I'm it's proud. It's okay. And I'm happy to say. Yeah. I'm really happy. It just does me, just my heart good to see that he's uh, got such a clear vision and that he's already this far along Yeah. at the age of 20. That, that's just mind-boggling to me. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully everything will continue well. Uh, you know, life bumps in the road happen. and They <coughs> do. That's how you handle it. They do. I went to a quinceanera. We'll change it just a little bit. Quinceanera. I went to a quinceanera. I, I can't remember what that is. A quinceanera is when a woman, um, usually of Hispanic descent or Spanish descent, um, right. uh, turns 15. Uh-huh. And it's her coming out, basically. I it's, see. it's a party. She's become she an adult. She becomes a young woman. Right. And, um, uh, you know, I have this extended, wonderful, extended Hispanic family, uh, the princes. And they're just wonderful. And uh, one of the and the boys are twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manuel and Bernardo are twins. And it was Bernardo's daughter who turned. She turned fifteen last year, but because of COVID, right? She couldn't have it. So no. she's almost going to be sixteen. So they planned it, and it was out at uh, McMinimums, um, out on um, Cornelius Pass. Mm, the roadhouse, yeah, but right. they have this little barn, this little octagonal barn. That's oh, <coughs> nice. that's adorable for a yeah. party. 
and um, she had it out there, and they danced, and all the girls were all dressed up in these big dresses and fun. You know, it was really fun. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. My only thing was that her aunties had bought her this big, beautiful birthday cake because it was her quinceanera, and then it was a, you know. So there's this, and they put the candles on the cake, and then and, and she blew them out. Okay. On the cake. And I went. Oh, during the. Yeah, no, yeah. Everybody, everybody saying, saying oh, happy. Yeah, right. But she also had a cold. Oh, I think. And so anyway, I, my, yeah, I looked oh, at my no. brother. I looked at my brother. I go, you're not having any cake. Yeah, anybody want cake? <laughs> anyway, no, no. Our guest is here. We're going to take a short break. We're going to set and up. We'll it's right going to be excited. With Amanda Arnold. All right, we're back. Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, we invite some really wonderful people. Uh, we try to get, you know, the people that we love uh, to come and schlep all the way across town <laughs> to come to my, my little house to do the podcast. And uh, this, is, this is no exception. Um, my buddy, Amanda Arnold, which I have known for 10 years at least, because you've been in the business 10 yeah, years. Yeah, this is my 10th year. And um, I, uh, I have just watched her grow to an absolute monster on stage you're just a monster funny lady better and better better and better and you were in my you you did the festival for me which was and you were my final headliner and it just blew the place up which was a huge honor well (laughs) it was it was a lot of fun and you just you just ended the evening perfectly perfect ended the whole Mm. festival i've got i'm so sorry i missed that i wanted that second night i had to work you had to work i was out of town i had work i have it on tape me knocking I, I off the light it. off the stage, if I, you'd I, like to I see I that. I still want to see Oh, that. I'm glad you got uh, Randall's uh, stuff. Did yeah, I knocked the, the light off the stage. It was great. See? And this guy in the front row said, <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> like, I know, it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. my buddy in Vietnam. Just let it just go. You know what was going through my mind? What? Oh, God, how much is that going to cost? No, that is the first thing that went through my mind. I I And I thought... When he put those lights on the stage, the stage was only, uh, just for our listeners, um, it was a very tippy, wobbly stage. And it was probably four by six, maybe? It was It was, It was. was four by eight, very close. Four by eight. And he, because we knew it was, stage. which <clears throat> on a normal, solid platform, right. it would have been okay. But right. it, the way that they had to put it up, anyway, it was wobbly. It was yeah. wobbly. Why, you know, it wasn't wobbly long ways, but it was wobbly. Chilly and Girl's Nightmare. You're like, ooh, is this yeah. gonna. <laughs> I was nervous getting up on stage myself. And right. um, he said, well, I'm gonna bring up lighting because I think you're gonna need it because it's gonna be dark. And I said, you're absolutely right. We will need yeah. it. And every time a comic got up there and started backing up, I'm thinking, uh-huh. did they see the lights? The, did they see the lights? Of course it was me. It's always me. <laughs> well, well, it is. I am that person. But Seth had to step. Oh, he tried to get up through the curtain on instead of using the steps. Well, you didn't see this, but he he em, he uh, emceed your show. Yeah. And he's what is he six four? Yeah, he's really I would tall. say about six four. And he instead of using the steps on the side, he went to the center of the stage in the back opened the curtains oh. and tried to step up on the stage, which is 24 inches high. Uh-huh. And he had to put his, he didn't realize the lights were there and he, oh. he almost hurt himself doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I thought the lights and, and he got up there and went, Oh, that was a mistake. And I'm thinking, yeah, I bet this you, you really men ju- die more than us. I thought, what did you, <laughs> their steps genius use them and they have railings anyway. Some, I mean, he's a grown man, but some of those guys I'm starting, 
I know that I've been doing it a little bit longer because I'm like, they're just kids. They're just kids, some of them. Well, like, I just last, I, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, that's what I put the steps in There's 150 in people in front of you. Just do what works. I know. Just, yeah. just can you just. Do you what you practiced. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, but um, it was a lot of fun. And uh, you just are, and then you and I, I just asked you to, to help me do this sh- little gig over in Madras, which I think will be fun, actually. I think it's going to be great. My uh, my Uncle Bun, Bun and Sin. Uh, Bun? You have an Uncle Bun? I had an Uncle Bun. He just died at 101, like, I think last year. My grandfather's brother. And what's oh funny God. is I just did Hood River, where that's where my family's from. They, like, migrated from the East Coast, ended up in Hood River. Right. And my grandfather built, like, half of Hood River. And can I tell a really quick funny story? No, no, yeah, 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 please. So I'm telling my dad. No, um, we're running short on time. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, I, I talk so much that I'm always like, ooh. No, 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 go, go. So uh, we're in Hood River. Um, we There's a guy that's doing a good show there. I tell my dad, I'm going to Hood River. It's cool because, you know, our family's from there. And he's like, where are you performing? I said, the Elks Lodge. He's like, oh, it was your grandpa's Elks Lodge. I was like, this is kind of neat. I loved my grandpa. Uh-huh. So he cut his hand off in a meat grinder and made his own hand. That's a whole other story. Okay. But okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> another another, another story. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I get there. I'm getting ready to park. And it was like a I, uh, fried green tomatoes moment. This like girl pulls in front of me and steals my parking spot uh. and literally laughs. And I was like, you don't know who's going to have a microphone later. And then I watched her walk into the, into oh, the show. Oh, I love that. So I get up on stage. I'm closing out the show. And I was like, you know, I'm really happy to be here. My grandfather um, built half of the houses here. I was like, uh, this was his Elks Lodge. I was, and we're in the parking lot. And I was like, it was actually his dying wish that I did comedy in the parking lot of his Elks Lodge. Uh, the only caveat of that is that he said his soul couldn't rest until I parked in that parking spot where that orange Honda element is. <laughs> Everybody looked over at this poor girl. Uh-huh. And I was like, don't steal people's parking lots where there's going to be public speaking. You never uh, no. know who's going to have a microphone. Oh, I would have, I would have eviscerated her. I would have just, you, you're, you're kind. I would have eviscerated her. Oh, I wanted to so bad. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, I think it's cool that I'm doing another place where I have family from. I uh, used to go to Madras when I was a kid and... Uh, go to my uncle's alpha alpha farm. Right. Well, oh. they wanted an all they wanted an all gal show. Sorry, Art. I think that but more you don't qualify. <laughs> you did Art and I did it last year, two years ago before year before, before pandemic, coup. Yeah. We did it too, and we had a great time. And I think you guys should do um, uh, business talk on air. Uh, you guys should come and do uh, Lincoln City together. I think you guys would be great in like February or March, maybe. Let's do that. That would yeah. be fun. Put me I down. That'd be good. Doesn't, um, it doesn't have to be an all-girl you, you show. You do have. Again. You do have yeah, a great. Well, you do. Ha- <laughs> that's a great little venue. Oh, it's, and they love you so much. I love them. Yeah, they're very they're good people. We yeah. went there last time though, and I brought. I was like, I'm gonna try to bring some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull a Susan and be like, you know what? Let's see how good you do. <laughs> <laughs> I brought some of the newer kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a couple new comics, uh, like Julia Corral. She's really funny. And I, I think like, I, I met her. Yeah. She was at the shorter festival. Shorter than me. Shorter than you, probably. I know. She volunteered at my festival. Um, Susan and I are both 6'4", so... Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I you were, you're still taller than me because I've shrunk even more. So uh, there I, you go. my dad's getting really small looking too. I'm starting to feel tall around people. Yeah. I'm five. Well, enjoy it while you can, honey. I know it's gonna go away quick. <laughs> because it will change. I'm five two and f- probably five two and a half. Yeah, but I used uh, to be five five two and uh, five four. I used to be five four. Five four. I think I I thought I was five three forever, but I've been the same height since the sixth grade. I remember me being tall in the sixth yeah. grade. But my mom was five ten and a half. My dad's five five. 
Yeah. Well, it used to be. So are you, you're, uh, so you're, the kids that you took down there were, did all right? We get there and the people had experienced, the people that owned the club had experienced a loss because they live in a tourist oh. town. Somebody ran a light and they're just like, we're really sad. I was like, really? I yeah. brought the day that they're like, we're so happy that funny people are here because we had a major oh. loss. And I was like, oh, and I brought the greenest comics that I have. Okay. So somebody <laughs> hit some, one of the locals. Ran one of the lights. They do it all the time because uh, oh. it's a really short beach town it's only seven miles long i know and you have all these you know Lincoln city is it it's, mm-hmm. cr- it's, it's and you have to pick a street with a light or you'll never get out on that street i feel like a big side effect of covid is people are driving horribly yeah um i just saw a huge wreck on the way to my dad's house yesterday mm-hmm. and then you do you know tony baker from la i don't um he is hysterical you should follow him on instagram he's okay. wonderful um, I worked with him once at Harvey's many years ago, mm-hmm. and he um, was like, everybody was going, it was New Year's Eve, everybody was going out, and he's like, no, I got my boys at the uh, at the condo, and I want to get back and hang out with them, and I thought, that's really cool, you know, you start getting a little older, and you're like, it's kind of hot, like, hot dads, like, oh, you can keep something alive, and you're excited about it. <laughs> 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 and then we go to leave and I'm walking to the bus stop and he was like, what are you doing? I was like, it's New Year's Eve. I live here. I knew there wasn't going to be parking. And I just, it's one bus to my house. And he's like, how long? I was like, oh, I probably have 25, 30 minutes. He's like, uh, you're not going to die on New Year's Eve. Get in the car. Um, so he's just this wonderful guy and his son, uh, 1920, mm-hmm. just August 4th got uh, hit by a car. Yeah. And there's been 40 uh, fatal car crashes in Portland this year already. 40. And people are driving. Well, especially over near where you live. I don't know what the deal is over in Southeast, that that Bermuda Triangle by Foster and... and, That's uh, where I live, yeah. 82nd. Yeah. That's just like... It's like... People are... Don't crazy. Don't step... Don't... Pedestrians do not... Try to cross the street. Well, my dad lives. I have to drive in the co- the country, quote unquote, the country. Um, I like how I did air quotes, but they can't see it. Uh, I know. Es- <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an Estacada, and you yeah. and his dad. Your dad did not lose his house last last summer with the no, big fires. My sister. It was eight hundred feet from my sister's house. That is house. too close. That's just too goddamn close. They did, That's actually, just... She has horses, and one of her horses did... got poked, and when they were putting it in the thing, so she's got a bleeding horse, and she has a brand new baby gosh uh emerson was probably um, two months old a four-year-old and a two-year-old so they evacuated all the animals everybody everybody new babies our mama just died she has an infant she's breastfeeding she's got horses she's trying to get out of there yeah she was like i don't and then I watch a documentary on postpartum depression, and it's like, these are all the things that can cause women to have, you know, a chemical imbalance right. and yeah. shake their bed. Ba- I this long. So I don't, I was having a lot of anxiety at the time, and I ate an edible, and I don't smoke pot or anything anymore, and they are way too strong now. This was the last time uh, I did it. Yeah. But I sent her, like, a probably 2,000-word email about how much support <laughs> she had at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> She called me the next day and she's like, dude, I'm fine. Like, I'm not going to shake Emerson. <laughs> I was like, but you know, you're all the side effects. I but know. It was well, very, very. My dad has oxygen tanks. Well, you, I know you had, I know you've had, you've had a, a hell year. of, you've had a year. And then tell everybody, this is what, this is one of, of Amanda's, if, if you haven't seen Amanda, um, go, go Google Amanda Arnold. She, and that, the bit that you do about your last year. In 2019. Oh, yeah. I quit my job after 10 years. Well, so I say 10 years, but it's been, 
okay, I'm 42. Yeah, it's been, I'm going into my 11th year. Um, and I kind of work through the pandemic doing Zoom stuff, but I quit my job. Like, I've worked full-time the whole time. I had, like, big kid jobs. I worked for a huge bank. I was a vet tech. And then I was like, you know, it's my turn. It's my turn. Yeah. I got to go to Singapore and film a travel show. I got to do some shows with Jeff Ross and David Tell on the Bumpy Mike tour. And December 31st, 2019, I quit my job. And then... <laughs> January was pretty good, and we started hearing about people getting sick. Uh, February, I was like, this is going to be fine. My brother's like, I don't, I think stuff's going to shut down. And I was like, I don't think so. It's going to be fine. And then I drove to San Francisco with Randall, and they're like, there's a big boat. It's a cruise ship. We get there, and we're like, oh, crap, there's a cruise ship in the bay. Stuck. They're fine. (laughs) And then I get home. Just as precaution. (laughs) They're not going to let them come to shore. Nobody. Cruise ships are filthy anyway. (laughs) Uh, And then we got home and all my gigs got canceled in two days. And I'd worked like really hard, like six months to really. I mean, it wasn't every single weekend, but but I had a majority. You were booked out. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so excited. (laughs) I was so excited. Ready, ready to go. I had been paying bills with comedy for. About two years. Yeah. I got it down. And I didn't realize that until I quit my job and then everything ended. How dependent you get on. I'd pay my bills with like uh, check money. And then you get all this cash and stuff that you just live on. You just, right. you know, mm-hmm. doing a couple gigs, you know, 40 bucks here, right. 100 bucks here. And then you just realize you don't realize how much money that is. It is. It's, and it it's like it's like years and years and years of cash. I mean, I remember coming on. Art does too. Coming home from the road. Yeah. And I, I had... At one point, I had over $3,000 stuck in my bra. Yeah, yeah I was absolutely. Ho- I put it in my shoe. I always had a boot that I'd wear, and that was where the money Because you got be. paid cash. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And it was insane. And I remember thinking, you know, I hope it doesn't, nothing drops out. I'm sure I've dropped money out. But, I mean, it was everywhere. I, I had it once. everywhere. And I had, I would keep, like, $25 in my, in, my, in my purse. I had a bartender. I got paid out, and a bartender steal my money one night. I won't say what that club does. You had exist a anymore. bartender Ooh. take your money? Uh huh. On, uh, oh, on, um, sorry, my phone's over there. Uh, yeah, I was in, well, they're closed now. It's the Seattle Underground. And they had a fill in bartender that they didn't oh. know that well. And it was Halloween. They paid me out in cash. The headliner got paid in check. Oh, okay. You never get paid in check from John. Yeah. Or, you just wait uh, for it forever. Yeah. Um, they paid me in cash yeah. that night and I put it in my purse. And I've never worried. At, no clubs ever. That's the green room sacred. Like you just, right. you can leave anything in the green room. And comics, yeah. And you do. You spread out. Your purse is open. We got makeup everywhere. Whatever. And I went in there, and my money was gone. And the headliner actually paid me. She she felt bad and gave me money for it. I was like, I felt really bad. Well, that's but you know that and when you're featuring, that's rent money. <laughs> yeah. The only time I ever had that happen, and it was comics I knew, which was the weirdest oh. thing. I was working out in Covina at. Um, one of Howard's gigs, um, the um, Are, oh. Laugh Stop out hmm. in Covina. Are you talking about uh, the guy that passed away? Uh, no, I, that would be a blessing if he had. He's an asshole. Anyway, I um, this two comics. One has passed away. No, 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 no. I can't. I I'm not going to name names. But mm-hmm. anyway, I was on stage and I had a feeling. Uh, my purse was back there and there was two comics back there mm. and I just had a feeling and I'm performing and all of a sudden I just got this cold chill up my back and I went, I need to go to the green room. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I excused myself. I said, I'm going to be right back. Mm-hmm. And I made a little joke, you yeah, know, they're like, oh, nature calls kind of thing. And I walked back there and they weren't expecting me. They were going through my purse. Oh my God. Oh my and I said, 
And there was no social media back then. Oh. Right. But I said, you have no idea how how dead your career is going to be. I, oh, I would. I'm calling every booker in the in the country and telling them exactly what you did to me. Did they ever work after that? Oh, yeah. Because I was a woman in comedy and nobody believed me. But, but there was a period of time there where Coke was like a third of the comics working were doing Coke. Well, that's, I mean, and yeah. And that will cause some serious moral uh, bankruptcy. Yeah. Were well, the guy, used to, the guy used to do impressions of have. Frank Sinatra singing. That's That was his act. Oh He'd sing gosh. the summer breeze and all this stuff. And that was, you know, it wasn't funny. He was just, anyway, it was, yeah. I was... Livid. Devastated, yeah. Well, I was livid, and I and I brought my purse. I picked it up and yanked it out of their hands, and I walked back on stage and I put my purse on the ground. And this one gal in the front, I was gonna say, all the women in the audience they, know they figured it out. Wow. And yeah, and I would uh, know in a minute. I didn't say anything. She just saw me slam my purse down on the on the on the stool. And then you got to try to okay, where what am I doing? Okay, and uh, yeah, okay. Here's now like me again, please. Oh, I was so mad. I was so livid. Nothing big. It's just a bit I do where I leave the stage for a minute. And And the other comics rob me. (laughs) Right. It's like oh, the guys are probably going. Oh, she probably needed a something from her. I've taken my purse on stage before and talked about it, but like uh, I don't want you guys to steal my Wellbutrin. Sorry. I know. Yeah. I know what neighborhood I'm I in. I put my coat on stage here and there, some places. Some of these one-nighters. It's like, this is a nice jacket. You're not getting it. I, I use know. a men's wallet now, and I've mm-hmm. had a couple uh the comics comment on be like, do you use like a guy's wallet? It's like, I wear jeans a lot. I can put it in my back pocket, or it's small enough, I can put it in my bra. Because right. I'm not... I would be more upset, or take the cash, whatever, but haven't you your driver's license redone? Right, mm-hmm. or your credit cards and all that. Oh I mean, it's God. just a yeah, pain in the ass. I broke a guy's nose for trying to steal my purse once. Not a girl. What a stud. I did. Not a girl. I, uh, I would not doubt and it. Then, and, then I cried, <laughs> and then I cried. I can never say I cried say afterwards, yeah. but I was... That's a sentence I can never say, by the way. <laughs> and you know what my per, thought was, for too? For stealing my purse. Yeah. I was like, I have 800 probably $800 worth of makeup in my purse. Oh. You are not taking my purse. <laughs> Like oh, I know. I yeah. couldn't replace all that makeup. There's she, no. I, I mean, I she it. cracks me up because I you know makeup. I love you, but yeah. you crack. Amanda, first of all, is always just a little late, and she's well, never missed a gig. But yeah. she's always just a little late, and when she walks in the door, you know I've already put on all my makeup. I'm ready to go. Amanda is like, okay, it's my zone out time, and then it's like in the green room. On the floor, sitting on the floor, putting on her makeup. And I just laugh. I go, I don't know how you do that, and I, it, but I admire it. It has become a kind of a weird... It's some a, people go over their set list. It's a pre-show ritual. you got to have those. I kind of... Well, I'm doing my makeup. I can kind of think about, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Right. Um, it is my uh, resolution, though, that I am trying to be more timely. But now that I'm headlining... Set through everybody's set. <laughs> but you're expected. You're expected to. I know. I know. I'm I know. being better. And but it's, it's not just, a bad idea either. If somebody's doing a similar bit. Yeah. Exactly. You, you're like. Then you can at least. But yes, you're it. right. I because it's yeah. the last because thing I'm you want to do. Because I'm working with so many of the same people right now. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Good, I'm like. Yeah. Oh, I've heard it. Yeah, <laughs> heard it. Let's let's talk about that for just yeah. a second. I have a question. Do you have anything you want to just? Talk? A, yeah. You know, I'm glad to hear that because. When you're talking about all the work that you lost, I, I have to believe now that the work is back again and that you're working pretty steadily. Yeah. I mean, you can't be as funny as you and not be oh, working. Thank you. I am uh, I am also booking shows, too. I have three rooms now. Which makes a big deal. Yeah. Oh, I have one by, the, by Oh, by now. the way, God, the sanctuary went well for me. 
Oh, okay. So, well, so I, I just, but you, I told you I, I let you know because I wasn't sure. Because I also book a swingers club. She um, does. I am not a member. I need everybody to know I am not a member of this facility. Nothing against them. If you are, if you're, it's just, it's not my thing. Uh, it's right. a staple of Portland, though. It's the old Ace of Hearts. It's the um, yeah. What's the name of the? the and it's the Velvet Rope now. Yeah, the used, Velvet Rope. Yeah, it that's used to be it. The Ace of Hearts right on 39th, and even if you're, it's a nondescript building that if you're from Portland, you've always noticed right on 39th and Powell. As you're going south, it's off okay. to the side. All right, I, th- no. I know the street. Yeah. yeah, and it's behind that little strip mall, but mm-hmm. it's been there. It's been a, it's been a sex club for like 40 years. Our friend Will Woodruff, rest in peace, Will. I know. He lost his virginity there. God they love They auctioned oh. it off. Yeah. Well, oh. Him and Joe Fontenot. Both rest in well, peace. I know, both of them both gone. Of them are dead. Oh, I told, I told the story there. That's why I never yeah. go. To- I know. It's <laughs> yeah. the reason. It's time. But yes, you are booking shows in the one yeah. in, in uh, are you taking, are you doing the one down on the, up on the, up on the river again? The, uh, the Lyle, they sold the Lyle, but the new owners Apparently, still want to do comedies. So, if I could get that going again, that was the one I was booked I to do. I love that right gig. before the lockdown. Remember yep. this? It's a, it was I a great show. Love and you called, that. and I was like, gosh, should I call her? I'm feeling really uncomfortable about this. Yeah. And then you called me and I'm said, sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. I'm like, oh, really? Well, there's nothing they you can, you can make it up to me <laughs> later. Those owners were, uh, if you're listening, you know that you're a little, they were so eccentric. Um, so, I'm sad that they lost their. Their yeah. business. They were yeah. fun. They were a quirky couple. Yeah, they were very mm. fun. She's like, it's haunted, and I was like, I don't know if it is. <laughs> I don't know. But I they were they haunted. were always fun. They were always fun yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that you're doing some. Uh, you know, this is my first <laughs> my foray. <laughs> it's my first foray into um, into uh, producing. Really? Um, oh, I've never. I mean, Art and I put on two fundraisers. One for right, Planned Parenthood. Which one and yeah. one for Planned Parenthood, and the other one was for um, Pancreatic Pancre- Pancre- Cancer Network after Dave died. You're such a little boss, though. I just figured that you had produced over the years. Well, uh, well she just bosses. You just I just boss. <laughs> I, yeah. Never for Some money. people are just born that I'm way. Just, it's just yeah. been a hobby up until now. It was so <laughs> funny because at the festival, somebody said, aren't you performing? And my niece was standing there. And she says, have you met my aunt? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she either produces or she performs. She doesn't do both, and I don't. I don't. Um, I you just, know, I don't. I, do uh, yeah, she so was kind of a nervous wreck that night that you did our thing. She was producing and trying to get her set. And I, I, it was, it was, was a nightmare. Wreck, yeah. Judah was, made me go up at my festival. Uh, I wasn't going to. I, we're at our festival, Tori and I festival. Uh-huh. Uh, we did Undertow, and that was the hardest thing I've ever done. It was because you were just your head was in a whole different place. It's th- it was three days. It was thirty six comics. We had way too many comics. We did a lot of things wrong. You had uh, a, we lot a lot of comedians. We I did can't a lot even of things imagine. right, but we also did a lot of things wrong. Right. Uh, and that last night, Judah Friedlander was um, Judah Friedlander was uh, doing the last show, and he was he's such a great guy. Um, I've kind of made. I mean, I don't know if I've, I've worked with him a couple times since. He's, oh. uh, speaking of quirky people, he's awesome. And he's like, you're going to go up. And I was like, I'm wearing flip-flops. I can't go on stage. I, look I wear like, flip-flops all day. Well, I know. I was like, I look like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I was like, I haven't really slept in three days. He was like, no. He was like, you've been so funny in the car. You're going to go up. And I was like, all right. So I went up, and I had a amazing set. I actually had a great set. I yeah. brought him up. And then when everything was over, Tori and I just looked at each other and cried. 
So you got a right. little weepy uh, when you said thank you. I to was weepy. Uh-huh. I was so tired. But I think it's a chemical thing, and I've read online that it is that you just—it's so much work, and it's mm. so many people asking you mm-hmm. questions, and then you're—it's just a lot. I had the right people, though. I truly. Um, and we had amazing volunteers, and and and, and I did. And I, I love had that you yelled at the boys. You, you feel so familiar to me. You feel like my family a lot. Just the way that you... Well, there I, was... Yeah. I feel we were raised similarly. Like, because you were like, boys, what are you doing? Get, start, because all the guys were just standing around smoking and, mm-hmm. you know, not putting away tables. And you were like, grab a table. Like, well, yeah, I was yelling at people that, bus, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's get, get it out of here. here. So that was Saturday night. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. probably Saturday night and it night. was the last show, but we right. wanted to, we had to be out of there by 1230 because they shut down mm-hmm. 1230. Everybody's got to be gone. Right. And at 1215, we were finished. Yeah. Right. We got it done quick. And uh, it was fast. They were like, you're bussing tables. And we were like, yeah, we don't want Susan to yell at us. No, yeah. bust the tables, get the shit out. out. Yeah. I but, was like, what do you think comics do during the day? <laughs> I know. And I didn't mean, you know, but that. I figured... At it this was point, adorable. It was they're going to yell at you. I'm going to yell at you, but, you know, it's like your mom going, pick up your goddamn socks. That's exactly what it was. That's <laughs> exactly the point I was making. Because the boy, it was all, I hate to gender stereotype, yeah. but it was a lot of the women, except the for Derek. How wonderful. Can I'm we, just going to pop Derek, in right here before yeah. you go guys, any further. Friday night, there was no yelling at anybody. No, you did. They all, just did it. Everybody just said, okay, it's time. Let's go. Go time. Boom, yes, boom, yeah, it was, wow. it was, yeah, it was. It that was, keg was gone was when I got there, so maybe oh. they were. <laughs> well, that keg should have been replaced. I had never seen an empty keg. <laughs> I feel like we've always bought kegs at parties and stuff, and then it always ends up at somebody's That's house for like. Yeah. Well, it that should was have a been. It, 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 it was. A, yeah, it was, should have been replaced. I was anyway, yeah. but that was. Um, uh, but here's what I was going to say to yeah, you sorry. prior. No, no, this is great. Um, cause you said, well, I work with these guys all the time and I don't want to, and I yeah. understand that you see their sets over and over and over again. I'm having a hard time. I, I um, asking people to go on the road to different places with me because they don't want to go. Why? I think it's because it is like the Elks clubs or it's something like that. I'm thinking that's where you get good but i this is this is my thing is that and i'm not gonna name names and i'm not gonna but i have you know i'm wondering have you guys been performing to the same kind of audiences too much oh the portland people absolutely a hundred percent and i run into that with lincoln city um where even lincoln city it's a huge room it is it's a beautiful room seated without tables you can see 700 in there it's a ballroom yeah. Um, right. trained uh, and those those round <laughs> tables they could make more money if they make those t- if they brought in smaller tables but. yep and actually that's funny that you said that I had them do that and then I reset the room every time I have to push all those tables up front yep and then I put reserved uh, right. I've learned from the BIS yep. I put reserved signs on all those back tables so they don't sit back there or I just roll them out of the way right. and I put chairs on them exactly um, but it's a huge room and it is not Portland it's not, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, an adjustment you got to make. I yeah. know that they're going yeah. to Seattle, but those are pretty much the same kind of crowds. It's the same people. <laughs> they're not working to 
different generational stuff. You have so I went on the road. You know this. Well, I took Wait, you on the road. Yeah, but I went with Jofano way before I was ready. Right. Mm-hmm. He asked me if I had thirty minutes, and I mean, this was not the best life decision I made. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but you lived he to tell crazy. about it. <laughs> he was crazy. Uh, but at his prime, he was hilarious. Yes. Um, he for was. those of you guys listening, he was a crazy comic that lied about everybody in his family dying, and had a in memory tattoo on his arm. Of his dad, who was still alive, that lives by me. Anyway, yeah, he, he, had uh, he had issues. But he you're had, right. He was very He funny. could be a beast <coughs> when he was sober and on it. He yeah, was right. a beast, yes. And he, that was I a, a little f- Joe Fontenot story. That, 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 Tribble sent me on the road with him under and the, and the kitchen. He'd only had to do 15 minutes if it wasn't going well. New, really new to the industry. And But Art will be there to teach you. So the first thing I said in the car was, mm-hmm. oh, don't listen to that. Do, do whatever you want to do, and I'll fill the rest. Just... Do what you don't even think about it. Don't get in your head about it. So then the second night into it in, in Montana, he uh, in the morning he goes, gosh, you know this this waitress was hitting on me last night, and I just in my head I thought you're not supposed to date the waitresses. I said, Joe, that's what I'm here for. Always date the waitress <laughs> if she wants to. If you have any questions like that, that's why I'm here. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny because <laughs> that's what I ended up destroying it. I, don't I know. know. Well, nice, nice job. Nice job. I'm just joking around. And yeah. like, oh, I didn't mean it. Um, I had probably, yeah, he's like, you got 30 minutes? And I was like, oh, yeah, I got 30 minutes. But I was, I was older when I started. I was 31. I was almost 31. And so I knew, and I'd worked, you know, I had a business degree. I'd, I knew how to fake it until I made it. I was like, I'll figure this out. And, uh... I didn't always figure it out. When you get out there, you're just like, oh, this was 15 minutes. Like, uh, Mike, Mike won't ever let me live it down. Uh, don't, I know. Don't worry I about know. it. But he, the first time I did a casino, I told a Facebook joke, and this lady yells, what's Facebook? Sitting on a rascal. <laughs> and I bailed. I bailed like 17 minutes in. I was like, I don't. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so I think that me going on the road, though, was, you know, what made me good? Well, what made you fast? Yeah. It, it, it advanced you faster. Oh, it, I mean, you, you know, time, because yeah. you have to, you have to think on your feet. You have if to you learn want to think. Because if, you, we want if you have to want it, yeah. In Grants Pass, a number of, three or four years ago, whatever it was, oh, that was fun. it was seamless. You getting on stage, you could tell. Oh, this is somebody who knows how to work. Whatever crowd Thank comes you. along, and we uh, worked Grant Pass together. Yeah, that's uh, a fun she room. Was, she was great. Yeah, it was a great room. I love that hotel. <laughs> I, I do don't too. Know why. Uh-huh. I do too. I love that hotel. It's great. weird. It? No, it's a little motel. It's called the Redwood Motel. Oh, that one. Oh, that one. It's and beautiful. It's, it's clean. It's lovely. The beds mm-hmm. are comfortable. It, but it feels yeah. kind of Twin Peaksy, like because it's <laughs> yeah. all woodsy. I'm like, it's a courtyard I love motel, this. but it's not scuzzy like most of them. Yeah, it's one of no, the redone. It's, it's very nice. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. If I wasn't a comic, yeah. that would be something that I would do. Is I would remodel like the like 1960s Americana motels and just run that crazy old. Have mm-hmm. a couple, you know, me and my cats. It'd be fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering if I was, if I was reading it wrong, and it's not that I don't love, love these people. I love these. You're you absolutely know. not reading it wrong. Uh, I, and I, I, got, I digress because we're all comics and we're talking. But when I brought them to Lincoln City, I've had several of them fail miserably. Just yeah. they're telling yeah. all Portland jokes. They're, um, yeah, they're not. Are telling the jokes that somebody twenty three would only get. Exactly, and, and the that's not going to all be twenty three year olds. Or bad mouthing so. older people, which is when you look, you got to look at your crowd, folks. You got to look at that mm-hmm. crowd. You yeah. know, depending on who the hell's out there, and they're, you know, one thing I told sweet Dylan Jenkins, who is absolutely a monster now. He's just a wonderful I comic. Him. I do too. Everybody does. But when I first took him on the road, 
you know, he was, it was his first road gig, and I took him up to Milton, to the little club oh, up in Milton. Indeed. Yeah. And I took him up there with Andy Main, oh. who showed up with a, a, a ter big tear in her T-shirt. And I said, if you ever show up to a gig that would take <laughs> you on with a tear in your T-shirt, you're not going on. I check my purse for lipstick every time I work with you. And I know. <laughs> Put some color in your face. I know. <laughs> you're under lights. Um, but, I, you know, Dylan was very nervous. And I walked over to him, and he goes, I said, yes, there's an older, older crowd. But remember, they don't want you to fail. No. They they will Especially they will hang. Especially Dave's in Milton was the they most will supportive hang room. God, yeah, they, they will hang in there with you it's until you feel comfortable. So just breathe. It's going to be fine. And he and it was it was of course new management and it was a nightmare, but he he learned, you know, he learned about that. I mean, he he knows that he can work to older crowds now because it's. Well, he his job is is dealing with the public, so yeah. And older crowds, I they when I first started after that thing at the casino, they did scare me. But now the way I think of it, well, I'm almost their age now. But uh, no, you're not. No, you're <laughs> only forty two. But I think of it is they you have way more to draw from. An older crowd it's, has experienced all this stuff. Well, yeah, you know, there's yeah. so many kids that have never grown up with grandparents and, and have never had a conversation with an older person. Yeah. And that, you know, that I found that I had to say, oh, okay, well, here's the deal. Because they, they don't, their mothers were, you know, child brides or, you know. Child brides. I love that. But they were young. <laughs> they were bought from Russia. I don't know. You know, whatever <laughs> it was. But, you know, I've, I've run into them and they, I go, don't you have grandparents? No. Don't you, do you have an older aunt? No. no. It's like, okay. Well. Do you remember when we did that game together at some steakhouse? I don't know. This was years back. And I, my grandma was born in 1912. And so she had my mom at 45 with a guy that was 16 years younger than her. So by the time I came around, well. my grandma was Yoda old. And I had that joke. And she was an old farm lady, crazy old farm lady. And I had this joke about how we had a rabbit when I was a kid. And our dog killed the rabbit. And I came home. And my grandma was beating her dog with his I dead rabbit. I told you not to do that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I look over at Susan, and she's got her mouth open, looking at me like, what are you doing right now? I, w I was like, oh, oh, God, no. Oh, don't. Oh, God, no, don't. I tried to make that. We all have the joke. You tried. I know. I you tried, tried it for and years. I told you, I told you I don't, don't make that joke funny. That, that's not. It's so that, hilarious. That me. is one for the documentary, but that is not, that is not a stage <laughs> joke. That is not. Take that one out. Poor Amanda, the first time I met her oh. uh, was at the Baghdad Theater. Oh, okay. And, mm -hmm. you, it, and I was headlining that night. Which could be uh, not an easiest room. It, no, because the ceilings were so high yeah, yeah. and the, there, the was, there was a million people disparately mm -hmm. singing stuff. That night was actually pretty pretty full. And she got up and, and, uh, and I was like, Oh my God! And you were, had been in the business literally three minutes. Yeah, I honestly, I'd probably been doing comedy six months. I had just gotten laid off from Yahoo after three years and broke up with the guy I thought I was going to marry, and was drinking and living my best single life and <laughs> telling just filthy jokes. And they and I, I, I I've never given a comic a light. And I told Tristan, and I go, give her the light. And he goes, she hasn't done her time yet. I said, I don't give a fuck. Give her the light. Uh -huh. And he I goes, wish I could remember and he goes, but, but I said, give me. All right. So I got my phone out and I'm back there going like this. And right. she came off the stage and I, I said, I gave you the light. And she looked at me and I said, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I haven't worked 30 some fucking years for you to go up there and 
just eliminate every kind of, you know, progress that women have been in comedy. So get your shit together. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> she did. I did. <laughs> took a couple more, uh, and then she was like, I'm going to take you on the road like a year later. And then I cried the first couple times she dropped me off. Uh, but I worked it out, and I'm a good comic, so thank you. <laughs> You're great. But, you yeah. know, well, I wouldn't have wasted time on somebody I, I didn't think was funny. Yeah, exactly. And that was just it. I just, you know, in, and that's that's what you hope that somebody. so much now. Well, and I think you do the same thing to other people, and that's what you, you know, you take them aside and go, look, you have talent, but you, you're you going about this all wrong. I do, and it's weird because I don't have as much tenure as you had then, so you taking the time to give me advice was like, I was old enough and smart enough to be like, Well, oh, you were trapped in my car. What the hell are you going to do? Yeah, but also, <laughs> also, I was old enough and smart enough to be like, oh, you should probably just shut up and listen. And I also would always say. Because we're only in Westlandville. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got to We got to go, go to Grants Pass. So. <laughs> I went on a, um, I won't mention their name, but I went on the road with an, a very old man comic that is not a great person. And he fell asleep in the car. And I thought that he was dead. And I, he made me drive. And I was like, I'll just take him to Susan's house, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> she knows him. Like, I don't want to take him to the hospital. He's already dead. <laughs> it's like a Pulp Fiction know, comedy I version. I, we, we both worked with, the, uh, with an old comic named Bob Hansen. Who weighed in oh, about, he yeah. was about 450 pounds. He was a big guy. Right. He would bring a deep fryer on stage with him. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, road with on him. The, yeah. And he would make deep fried donuts for himself. And you just and never knew oh if you were going to, if you yeah. were going to, if he was going to wake up in the morning. Oh my God. You know, and he was. Yeah, he'd do these jokes from the 50s. He was, he was right out of the like joke a, book. A, ha a hat on the mic stand and sing you skinny dago. You know, Frank Sinatra. All these just. Horrible. Oh, just terrible. Just terrible. The 50s. We, 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 all our comments just, uh, what? I got to close my jaw for a second. Or just here. these old. You didn't just tell that. Street jokes and stuff, yeah. you know. But he always wore a tuxedo. And, and he, he always called women beautiful and baby and sweetheart and uh, stuff like that. It was just like, okay. Yeah. But and he hated that, me because I wouldn't buy tux. He wanted me to hire me to do a uh, private party for Safeway, and he said you need to go out and rent a tux. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's really me. And he hated me from then on because I wouldn't listen to his advice about wearing a fucking tux. <laughs> <laughs> a tuxedo. I picture yeah. uh, he's the like reason why. Idiot. What what casino was it? When you would do it, they'd uh, give you the little piece of paper that said, "I had one on my fridge for years." It said, um, "Don't take the Lord's name in vain." Uh, Fifty dollars an f bomb and no tuxedos. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I did it with. It was a casino. Yeah, and I've done. Oh, I know where that no was. Tuxedo. That was. Uh, oh, that's in care. Florence. Yes, it is. It's it is Florence. Florence. They're You're the. Right. They're. It's a Christian-owned. Yeah. Oh. Indian casino. Yeah. And no, uh, no, don't take Lord's name, oh, name in vain. Yeah, I remember this. They no give tuxedos. You a little sheet of paper with all the rules. And I always thought about it. it came with your card. I had one yeah. on my fridge forever. People were like, oh, yeah. and I was like, I always Florence. thought, what if? Because you got like as a feature, you got like two hundred fifty right. bucks. What if I said six f bombs? Like, do I pay them fifty bucks? <laughs> like, do I, 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 I remember. I, I did a all women show, and they're. Calling fuck at you every five seconds. Oh, there was a guy Everybody that had a audience. shirt like, that said, yeah. "My mustache <laughs> smells like your mom." Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and he was with his wife. Oh my god! <laughs> I had uh, Lisa Curtis and I and uh, a few other people <clears throat> were doing um, a show, an all woman show there, mm -hmm. and we were going to be in the in the main room. It wasn't going to be in that little bar next right. to the casino yeah. that was so loud. Lisa Curtis, who is absolutely beautiful, 
I would love to meet her. We are we've been friends on Facebook for like eight or nine years, but she lives up by Canada now. Well, right? she's she's in Bellingham. Yeah, and we have never met in person. And she's so funny. And she wore this adorable outfit. She had this little dress she with a beautiful. little with a little bolero jacket, but it showed her bosoms. And she and she walked. We walked into the showroom, and we're doing sound checks, and one of these gals uh, w- with a little uniform comes to the door and she says, we need to speak with her. You are kidding. And so they pulled her aside and said, uh, we've had complaints from people on the floor that you're dressed too provocatively. And so you really? need to, I got that word out. And um, about, almost, almost I know real close. <laughs> and, um, she, of course there she, are angry wives on the casino floor, and we're going to need you to put your boobs away. I know, and she, <laughs> and she. Well, you know what? She opened it with, like, "What the fuck are oh, you yeah. talking about?" And I was like, "I went, oh no, 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 no!" And I stood up and I said, "No, no, 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 no. We're doing the show. She's not changing her clothes." Right. And she says, "Well, we'll have to escort her out of the casino then." You know what? That's and a little bit Taliban-y, don't was, you think? It it's is just very yeah. Taliban-y. It to have these feelings. And it was coming from a woman. So, right. That was coming from a woman? It well, was coming from a woman. fielded the so-called complaints. Well, I I said, well, she's not putting on that tie that you're wearing. And so oh, she uh, yeah, right. she went upstairs and she goes, it's okay. And she went upstairs and she got this dress. She had the, she had another dress with her. Uh-huh. And it, it was one of these, it wrapped around her, her neck up here you know, came down with sleeves cut out, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. and the back was down to her ass, and it was the shortest thing I've ever seen in my life. And, I, and the gal goes, her. but but she says, nope, you said my breasts were showing, so now this uh-huh. is what you get. This is all I have. <laughs> and so Good she went on stage, and great. it was like, it was just, it. I said, they would never say that to a guy. No. They would never say, hey, your shirt's wrinkled, and you look like crap, and you look drunk. Well, that, what they tell us is what you said earlier, like Astoria Red Lion used to have a rule, a no swearing, yep. no no f bombs, and you can't be drinking on stage. And it, it, I'd be like, well, I'll be the only person in the room. You realize that's not swear saying the f word and yeah. drinking. And so I'm gonna be like the weirdo that comes into this room and not one of the gang, you know? Yeah. Do you want me to? But like... that's what they tell us. It's the same rules they give you, but they I don't know. give us the dress code thing. Oh well, um, I I tell you that. Yeah. Other places so... do. First gig I ever did. Was at the strip club where right. they had a rule on the wall that <laughs> no said je- no jeans. Yeah, and no I jeans. Said, hey, I got my could. girlfriend. Okay. I was like, well, so but <laughs> no jeans fine, but jeans tacky. I know so. you can wear a g-string, but no, <laughs> but jeans. no jeans. There yeah. is a booker that still no, books we people. We don't get that. You're that right. Shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, that told Enrico Ott that they wouldn't book him because he had jeans on in the yeah. videos that they watched. I won't say who it is. Yeah. Really? yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, uh, it's usually some combination. It's not just the genes. It's something about the persona that they find doesn't fit what they want you to look like yeah. on stage with, with guys. But with women, yeah. yeah I'm I sure wear flip-flops on, on stage because there, I have to. Yeah, right. there's so much that mm-hmm. when you first start doing comedy and you're actually getting gigs, you get, well, we need you to dress up and then as a woman. And then you yeah. dress up and they're like, well... Uh, it's a little distracting. Can you reel it in a little bit? Oh God! And I so know. Yeah. it's just. Um, are you gonna put makeup on? Are you? Oh, that's really. Too much You've makeup. been asked that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. Are you yeah. gonna? Are you gonna go put yeah. yourself together? I'm like, well, I just drove six hours here, so yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, put together means together. I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm gonna go to my room now. It's amazing. There is yeah, a lot of pressure, and yeah, it's messed up. 
I don't know. I haven't had a lot of bad experience as a... I got grabbed on stage three weeks ago in Salem. A guy grabbed me on stage, like physically tried to grab me and kiss me. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I guess I've had several people be like, oh, you mean I had a guy else? throw me off the stage one night, but not that. I didn't he, have anybody want to kiss me. Yeah, he wow. tried to... I was in Salem, and uh, I'm up on stage, and they had it's outdoors, so they had two box lights up, and then they had this... The, it was a food cart area. So like, oh, I'm doing that Thursday. It's a fun show. Okay. And um, you would have been really proud of me. There was this girl that kept talking all the way through the uh, host in the feature. Do you know Emma from Salem? Uh, yes. Emma yes. She's so, I'm so sorry. My phone's over. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Um, she's very soft-spoken. She is new at doing longer sets. The feature that was supposed to be there had uh, bailed for some whatever reason. So she filled the 20 minutes. And she's just, she's a very soft-spoken woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this woman, this girl just kept talking all the way through her set. And I was like, oh, I can't. Help. Let me, uh, put me in, coach. Me I know, I know, I know. Oh, I know, you just want to go, okay, I'm going to just eviscerate this person. Uh, and you, there's that weird risk you take of coming on the stage hot after somebody. Right. It's either going to turn the audience against mm-hmm. you or they're going to love you. Yeah. Let's roll the dice. It's <laughs> yeah. it, depends on how, it depends on how pissed off they are at the heckler, usually. Yes. If they're fed up with the heckler, it's ripe for the picking. Well, they had these really light little, uh, the spotlights they were using yeah. were just on tripods, weighed like less than a pound. And I got up there and I grabbed it and I turned it on her and I lit her up. And I was like, not during my set. I was like, you can make a decision right now. You can stay or you can go. But I swear, every time you talk, I will light you up. And she was like, okay. And everybody's like, yeah. She's so loud and drunk, like 25. Uh-huh. So every time she talked, she did it twice. Turned that light around. And it was the most satisfying thing I've ever oh, done in my life. God. Good. Because how many times have you wished that you had something you could hit somebody? I am. Oh, it's in my back pocket. That's right. You've got a whole carnival of sounds know, this, going on yeah, in your know, pocket right, there. Let me turn this off. But um, having something to... How long? <laughs> I, I've, always wa- I've always wanted a... Uh, Squirt gun. How nice would it be on the I stage? Know. Just squirt somebody. No. Just squirt him in the face. So I put the lights back up. The Why I told you that is they were very close and I couldn't see, which I have learned from Noriko and Adam that I say wrong. Peripheral? Peripheral. 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 Peripheral vision. Peripheral. That's what I think I'm saying and nobody. Anyway, yeah. yeah <laughs> so anyway, I couldn't see on the sides of me. I'll be the dialect coach here today. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, you are the dialect coach. Uh, and then on the side of me, there's just a guy standing there. All of a sudden, boom, he's just there. And he's in riding leathers, like, but not like Harley leathers, like super bike leathers. Like, oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And he had, a, had an actual tap out shirt on. Oh. And he's probably f- my age, maybe 40, 45, probably good looking. Probably. Maybe, <laughs> uh, five years ago before he did a bunch of, yeah. like, he was super on drugs. Because um, he had real bright blue eyes, but huge pupils, even in those bright lights. And his face was right in my face. And I'm like, what's going on? What are we doing here? And he tried to put his helmet on me. Oh, and God. it was like a Fedata oh, no. open face helmet either. This was like a oh, full. no. <laughs> and there's some things that stick with us, even in the weirdest of times. So I was like, right. that's not going to fit me. What are you doing? <laughs> instantly as you know like it's somebody that has been chubby off and on her whole life somebody tries to put something on you you just assume it's not gonna fit <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what you should be thinking about there were a lot of it thoughts was just, no that won't fit <laughs> no, i was like that's not gonna fit what are you doing and he's like, like south side salem honey while he just did eddies of circles like in front of me like just like 
circling. He was, he was, he was circling <laughs> like he's going to drop. He's just, yeah, he's just, he's just weaving, bobbing yeah, and weaving. circles. And I was like, what are we doing? He said, so sorry, seal them, honey. And I was like, oh, okay. So in his head. Yep. He was just what? like, I don't know. I was like, there was no audience there. It was just him. Yeah. And there were probably 80 people in the audience yeah. and they're quiet. Uh-huh. They're like, what is going on? And I was like, well. It's a little dirty. I was like, well, you got me wet now. You did your job. Go ahead and go. Uh, and he was like, uh, he grabbed me by like my hip, like the meaty spot, <laughs> and pulled me in and tried to kiss me. And I pushed him back. And my first thought was, Brendan Schaub almost got stabbed in Tacoma last week. Oh, <laughs> my God. Thinking, if somebody can try to break in the room to a UFC fighter, like, I got to keep this guy's helmet in between us. I have a lot of regrets that I'll come back to. But uh, I pushed him away, and then all the guys in the audience stood up in the back row. And here comes the booker, Ty Boyce, who is yeah, great. I love Ty. I'm he was in just in a glass of water, and just it was wrong. He apologized the entire rest of the night. I'm so sorry I wasn't there. I was like, you were getting water. You can't be everywhere at once. Right. But he comes running out like a dad, like dad face. There's just that specific, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to have yeah. to do something. And then I was like, I outweigh you by, like, 60 pounds. I'm going to hurt you. And he was like, all right. And he, like, walked off and then Ty and the guys grabbed him and took him out. And he got on his super bike and he left going maybe 110 miles an hour. Perfect. Perfect, yeah. Future organ donor. Yeah, Yeah, right? Oh, those organs are destroyed. Oh, my God. (laughs) Those are melted by mess. We're not going to need this liver. It's so frightening. And it's, it's insane that. I, I'm quickly. You can turn so quickly like that. Well, my regret is I'll go to my okay. regret because I posted about it. And as soon as so Nikki Glazer was my first <laughs> helium weekend and she is so sweet on Instagram. She still likes my posts and stuff. And I'm like, we're going to be best friends someday. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be on a special. Anyway, she liked it instantly. And as soon as I saw her like where I talked about the post, mm-hmm. I thought, Man, I should have been like, hey, everybody grab their phones out. This is going to get interesting. And grab that helmet and just smash them in the face with it. And that would have went viral. I would have been on. Probably. I, I would have been, you know, that's it's those moments. And I he know. deserved it. But you want to know the weird thing that I thought about later was, in my head, being raised by men, I still don't take any shit from anybody. I still thought, am I overreacting right now? Wow. Of course, because women will always yeah. go, it, was this my fault? That was mind-blowing I know. to me. No. I didn't think I was that girl. I'm the woman that makes, yeah. not to be mean, but kind of makes fun of women for thinking that. Why would you think that was your fault? But on the way I, home, I was like, oh, shit, why didn't I hit him? Why didn't I knee him in the balls? And I thought, I thought, oh, my God, you're overreacting. Mm. No, you, you, yeah, you weren't re- overreacting. I know I wasn't. And, it, well, yeah. and you, you also got to consider I, uh, what's it going to do for the show. If this, if it suddenly turns angry and violent, what's that going to do for the comedy? From well, that that's what out? I felt was chaos right. brewing, yeah. and yeah. that's a great point actually. When all the guys in the back roasted up and Ty comes running, right. yeah, it's the part I left out. I was like, whoa, 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 everybody calm down. Yeah. And that's when I was like, hey, I outweigh you. Like I'm going right. to hurt you. I'm not scared of you. Go. And that's when he left because I thought these guys have been locked in their house. Mm-hmm. They're like, I wish you would. Kind of that. It felt like that <laughs> feeling. I was I like, know. it's going down. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I just but thought it's not really a comedy show anymore. It's something else. It's a so I just went into stories about things, weird things that had been that because you couldn't go right back into the joke. I couldn't go back yeah. into my set. Yeah, really. So I just talked yeah. about weird things. I had hey, a couple. Guys, what about matchsticks? What about that? exactly? Have you guys had airplane food? <laughs> I talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about how I had a couple that was like, I don't know. They were like a metric ton. They were huge people. Not just 
big people, tall people. The guy was like six foot eight. The woman was probably six four. Mm-hmm. They were both well over four hundred pounds. Come up to me after a show and say, we thought you were really pretty on stage. And I was like, ooh, this is going to go bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, was opening a, uh, I was opening for a death metal band called uh, The Clockwork. Well, there's your problem right there. Okay. I was, I was two right, years in. That was, you should have said no for to that one. Time. Yeah. Yeah, that's I was opening for that. the Clackamas Baby Killers at Plan B. That was, okay, yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> yep. And they came up to me, and they were like, we thought you were really pretty on stage. Um, we don't want to sleep with you, but... I was like, oh, here we go. This is going to be weird. They said, we want. We were wondering if you'd come home with us, and we'll pay you, like, 200 bucks to uh, make fun of us and heckle us while we make love in our hot tub. Oh. And my first oh. thought, I swear to you, was... How big is your hot tub? Jesus. <laughs> that is so terrible. What, what is your water bill? Like, they were giants. I looked like a child to them. Everybody's like, why didn't you do it? It's 200 bucks. I was like, I was child There's size. certain things for 200 bucks you're still not, not willing to do. Like, I don't want to, number one, I don't want to see that. Two, what if you just say one you wrong thing? You can't unsee oh, that. And the one therapy would be more than $200. Oh, my God. Swish, swish, Oh, my God. Just seeing him try to get in the top oh, yeah. oh i never thought about that Just oh trying to, no oh, oh, let me let me get in oh. i'm not yeah no uh-uh. i was like no nah, i would i'm gonna have to pass and then i had a guy actually pull his junk out of have sex with and you. gossip and this is gonna sound kinky but it's not it's not kinky it's not yeah, he pulled out his he's pulled out a junk at me at gossip uh. i was still doing open mics then and he came up to me he's like Remember, you know Rico Star. Gotham, New York? No, uh, oh, Gotham. Gossip. Uh, oh, was, Gossip. Do you okay. remember Gossips? No, I didn't do it. Oh, it was... Uh, I think I have such fond memories of it because it was my first open mic. It's where we went every single week. You got mm-hmm. eight minutes. Yeah. Booker, the guy that, uh, that booked the show, his name was Booker, he would make us pray around a stripping pole. Like, it's an old strip club they turned into a, like a sports of course, bar. Of course they are. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they is. never took the... They Excuse never me, took it's a praying pole. Yeah, it's a praying pole. Did he call it that? Like, oh, my God. And before we... And he was serious. It wasn't like fake praying. He was a man of God. And he's like, everybody, and we'd stand around. I was like, I guess this is oh what we do God. at open mics. Oh. And, and over there's the praying swing. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the praying booths. We call them... <laughs> Confessionals with windows. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and he, we would stand around and he'd be like, uh, you know, Lord, let us have a good set tonight. And I used to think, oh, I, was, no. I just want my eight minutes. I, my eight <laughs> minutes. I know. Um, but we were all out on the That's in the great. smoking area one night and this kid comes out and he's got a puka shell necklace on and he, uh, Rico Star. Uh, this was back and Shane Torres was there, uh, Ron Funches. This was a gold mine of great comics right. back then. Yeah. Uh, Shane Brennan, um, not Shane Brennan, uh, Anyway, we're all standing out there. The guys are watching this guy walk up to me is why I say that. And he walks up and he's swervy. And he's like, two things. Number one, you're super hot for a fat chick. And two, oh God. two, oh you're really funny for a lady. I was like, oh, you chose oh, lady. You God. want lady. Oh, and I was my so God. I was like, well, that's super flattering. Like, basically, do you want my panties now or later? You've super impressed right. me. Yeah, you got that from the book of backhanded oh compliments. Oh, my right? God. And it's last call, so everybody goes in to pay their tabs yeah. and leaving. And he's like, you're gonna, you're gonna fuck me tonight. And I was oh, like, oh, I'm not. I what? I'm no, not gonna do that. No. I will <laughs> it's say. It's good that, to have confidence, isn't it? I, well, I know where his confidence came from because he pulled out a ginormous pork loin out of his pants and just flung it on his leg. Uh, uh-huh. And I was like, my oh, my first thought was, Jesus, where were you hiding that? But I was like, <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen now? I kept my calm. 
or I was like, we are in public. I think this is a misdemeanor. And he's like, you're bad. And then he just like rolled it back up and put it in his pants and drove off in a Ford Escort with a blue door. Oh my God. It had to be the, not the first time he tried that. He was too confident. I think he went home to roommates Mm -hmm. and he was like, well, I tried the dick thing again. I mean, <laughs> didn't well, work. Why yeah. is this not working? Yeah. Boy, this is, <laughs> yeah, I joke. never had anything Remember like that, that happen. Joke, right? Yo, no, you're supposed to put the potato in the front. <laughs> Remember that joke? I do. That's funny. I don't. I, don't. Um, I think the reason that you guys didn't have that happen is because there wasn't as much porn. Yeah. Well, there was, there was one guy down in Sacramento that used to, he was in a wheelchair. And everybody knew him. And Dan Gabriel and I were working at right. uh, at um, um, Laughs Unlimited down there. And we, I was after the show, we went to this, we went to a bar and we we're having a drink. And this guy rolled in, and he had this, he had this indentation in the front of his leg that was a very long, went down to his knee. <laughs> it was sweet not an indentation. It was yeah, it wasn't an indentation. <laughs> and he goes, "You want some of this?" And I'm like. What did you steal? What is that in there? What the hell is that? You know? And Those Dan, sausages are expensive. And Dan's, fr- yeah, Dan's, Dan's from the area. He knew that who this guy was. He'd heard about him, and and he's laughing. And I said, and I'm looking at him, and this guy just kept, you know, you know, trying to get me to touch it. And I said, I don't even want you at the table. Why would wow. I touch that? Oh you know, you need to go away. And. Uh, and, you know, I mean, you just rolled on. I just have, I have, well, you know, I have this, there's a wall. Yeah. I have a wall. Oh, uh-huh. and, and only people that I let in will reach that wall. I'm really good at that. He thought he could swing it over the top of the wall. Is what well, he yeah, I, I guess, I guess, so. I guess he was planning on pole vaulting. He was hoping you were going to climb up it and, you know, come on out. And I, I just went, well, so listen, you know, in, in, in all actuality, if that were to enlarge, you would pass out. Yeah, exactly. You're done. There, like, you're done. There's no way. I mean, circulation's already not going. Right. right. I said, you know, no, just go away. Anyway, but I've never had anything like you've had. My God. I had the biggest crush on this guy that yeah. I worked with at, uh, at a home electronics store. He was in a wheelchair. He was so good looking. And he was so funny. I wondered what happened to him. He, would, he worked in appliances and he was in a wheelchair. So he would tell people, all right, now that you've paid, go out front. I'm going to come out and help you load up. And he'd go <laughs> out there and he'd tell people... All right, there's a lever on the back of my chair. It's going to, these, these like little things are going to come out and it'll just, it's going to lift it right in the back. And people would fall for it because they didn't want to be like, no. That's so funny. You, and we just watched just him through that. the window crying. Right. People looking around being like, but where do the levers come out? Like, they're going to come right out from under my seat and they'll lower down to the ground. And it's gonna, it was a great invention. He thought and said, That's I wonder what happened. He probably has a super hot wife. He was. He looked like an Abercrombie model and was hilarious. Oh, that's so great. We all need to have something. If you're that good looking, you got to have something. You got to have something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, God love you. We could go on and on. I could talk to you for like three hours. Well, we'll have a we'll have a chance come the 24th. But thank you again for coming by. Absolutely. When is this going to air? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So can I, Jeff, can I just talk about Jeff Dye real quick? Oh yeah, uh, yeah Jeff Dye will be in Lincoln City at the venue we're talking about. Wonderful. On Can you say the menu. Uh, sorry, the Beach Club. It's the Beach thank, Club. Thank you. I'm new to this. Nobody. 
have to figure it you out. You have to follow me, and then I will send you a code. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, you used to do those too. Those those secret the secret comedy shows. Oh yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna start doing those again. I Don't love talk those. comedy. Uh, okay, so Jeff Die will be at the Beach Club and Event Center September 18th. You can get your tickets at I'mPrettyFunny.com. They're only gonna be 25 bucks, and it's gonna be an amazing show. He is incredibly funny. He's the nicest human being on earth. And speaking of beautiful, good lord, he and he's a, and he's a fun. he's a Washingtonian. He is from Washington, and he mm-hmm. loves Bigfoot. I'm gonna start a podcast called Hocus Podcast. No D, like Hocus Pocus, but Hocus Pocus. Oh, that's cool. And uh, if you guys have any ghost stories or near death experiences, or uh, you've been to the other side, or Nito, or you just want to talk near about ghost hate. experience, yeah. A near ghost experience. (laughs) It turned out it was just gas. Little gas. gas. Yeah, just gas. Anyway, so yeah, come to Jeff Die in Lincoln City. All right. And are you someplace in the next week? Uh, I am at Trusty Brewing next week uh, on Friday, the mm, whatever Friday is next week. (laughs) Where is that? Where is Uh, In Vancouver, um, right behind the Kiggins. Oh, this is the uh, oh. this is the one that's outdoors. Uh, no, Saturday? it will be inside. It's a brewery. Saturday night. Saturday night. Well, actually, give yeah. me two. This seconds. is the one I turned down. Uh, no, it's uh because we rescheduled just because they were a little. Uh, Friday the tenth. Friday, Friday the September tenth. Oh, that's coming right up. Okay, yeah. so we'll we'll make sure that uh, people and let's do your website one more time so people can find you. It is I'm prettyfunny.com and you are pretty funny thank you i showed nope just all one word i'm pretty funny funny. i did that because guys always come up to me after shows and they're like you know you were really funny but uh i'm pretty funny too i thought that was hilarious i was amazed it was available i'm prettyfunny.com and i'm amanda grace funny face on instagram come to shows yeah Come to Thank show. you go, for go all see your guys' advice. Uh, and road oh, trips you're and so sweet. And we're just sweet. having such a great time. Yeah, and uh, this is a long one, you guys. We apologize. Sorry. But hang in there because it's so fun. Thanks for you. You've been listening to Stop Me If I've Heard This. I'm Susan Rice. And Art Krug. And Amanda Arnold. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.